everyone, and welcome to The Briefing Time, the CISV podcast that educates and inspires action for a more just and peaceful world. My name is Liana, and today I am joined by Belle, the senior NJR of CISV Philippines. The Briefing Time. All right, so welcome back, Belle. How are you, and what have you been up to since the last time you were on this podcast? Hi, Liana. Um, I'm okay, I guess. Um, I woke up early today, so that was good. I was up at like 6, which is the first. I'm usually up by 9. Oh, why? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I was so excited for the briefing time. You know, I love being here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But yeah, same. I, I woke up. I did wake up early today too. So yeah, at 6 as well. So matchy. Matchy at 6. Yeah. Um. How's ano naman? How's school going for you? <laughs> Online class and all that. Um. So far, I think it's I think it's okay, pa naman, because we're on asynchronous stuff. So it's a lot yeah. of readings. Um. The videos haven't been up, so it's been really chill. So I've been catching up more on org work, you know, orgus life. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. But other than that, it's been pretty g. Yeah. What about you. Yeah, same. Actually, yeah. Well, for context, for listeners, Bella and I go to the same university. So yes, it is a synchronous week this week. Still trying to get back into the groove of things because classes were suspended for two weeks, right? Around. Um, yeah. Yeah, because of the typhoon. So, yeah, getting back into the groove of things. Um, we have the Peace Education Conference happening right now as we record this, but it will be finished. Once this is posted, <laughs> so yeah, um, that's also what's up. Um, Bell and I are facilitators for the conference as well, so it's it'll be fun. Yes, and it is fun. It's been fun. So, uh, you know, the world was put on lockdown earlier this year, um, and all our programs were postponed. All the Um, camps, all the regional training workshops and forums, and I think we had to really get creative, no, and find new ways to deliver our mission. So I guess my first question, Bell, is, uh, just putting it, of course, in the context of our country. Like, what was the journey of JB Philippines like from when this pandemic started up until now? Okay, so I guess I have to really. Rewind back to the time where me and Gab had our first meeting as the official NJRs, right? So we were in JSEC, so this cafeteria-like place in our university. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we were just talking about how excited we were for the year to come because it was sustainable development, and our biggest project for the year was supposed to be a sustainable development fair with um speakers, kumbaga. Yeah. And once the pandemic hit, we were all just, and I think it wasn't just me and Gab, I think it was really everyone. We were hit with a lot of frustration, anger, sadness, and uncertainty for what was to come. And we felt lost and really, we really didn't know what to do. But there came a point in time where we felt that this particular moment was the exact thing we actually needed as NJRs and as the NA because we found that it was the perfect time to actually f- and finally 
define our roles as NJRs because this was something super frustrating for me ever since before, not knowing what these people in power or whatever were doing for the organization or for our chapters, especially coming from a smaller chapter who didn't really know what was going on outside of our own chapter. It was a big deal knowing that there are actually people in the org who can help us, who are in the position to help us. And it was our opportunity to find ways to do so. So the biggest thing that we did, I guess, was conduct a really, really basic needs analysis. And it was really with you guys. Remember that meeting mm-hmm. we had, like our first ever meeting yeah. on Zoom or no, it was on Google Meet and we all hated it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that really sparked a lot of possibilities, especially for me. And I saw the capability we had to make changes internally that we never realized we needed. And it allowed me to see how sometimes a very reactive approach to the way we do things, especially in regards to, um, for example, choosing an activity to run or an initiative or like a social media campaign. It allowed me to see that you need to put more thought in what you do to make things more meaningful for yourself and for your general audience. So a lot of what we did was based on that assumption that you needed to find the need or you're really grounding your why on something meaningful in order for you to, you know, do something with purpose. And that really, and for us, that was beginning with checking up on you guys, the LJRs, how your chapters were doing, and then branching out um, internationally with our friends all over with um, quarantines, JB quarantines and all. But other than that, also the donation initiatives were um important for us especially with all of our other countrymen who were having it so much worse than we were but yeah that's generally like the starting point of that journey for us but yeah Mm -hmm. and yeah like I I do remember that meeting we had at the beginning of quarantine and it is it is quite impactful I I would say like that really set the tone for I guess the rest of the year and how we would go on with it, like knowing that we were connected to other chapters. I guess that was also really the silver lining um, in all of this, you know, like, of course, like, lots of terrible things have happened in the past eight months, but I agree, like, it really made us realize that we do have to ground ourselves in our mission. And I guess with regards to um, planning activities as well, um, I guess we really learned a lot um, with what activities we need to plan I guess it was really um, a whole process I think personally as an LJR um, it was striking that balance between keeping our organization active especially for our community well our big community in QC who um, they don't have any programs to go to um, as compared to you know before the pandemic happened Yeah, it's really striking that balance between keeping them active and also coming up with more meaningful initiatives. And the times really called for it. eh? Like CISV is more, like the message of CISV is really, it's very relevant. And I think it's a message that will continue to be relevant for, it has been relevant more than 70 years ago. Not more than 70, but almost 70 years ago. And I think it still will continue to be, right? So I think that's really, um, I guess the, 
the beauty and the challenge of running yeah of running our JVs whether um in this pandemic or not mm-hmm. um and actually i just wanted to touch on that as well um so this has really been a challenging year i guess for all of us um yeah in the NA in our local JVs um what were yeah some of the specific challenges you faced and how did you feel um going through these challenges okay i feel like first and foremost the challenge was definitely getting used to the online setting we didn't really have or we didn't really know of the tools available so that really was the first hurdle we had to um get over especially in terms of creating publication materials or graphics to be posted especially as an NA so even i had to start learning how to do all of these artistic um skills or artistic creating all of these artistic materials which was quite a challenge for me but it was an experience <laughs> and i think it was also finding um relevant content to post especially again we didn't really know what the NA did or what our role was to the chapters and um to the international stage but i guess that's a big part of what CISV does in the first place which is really learning by doing right so that was really your experience um but for me a challenge was i feel like it was a very more of emotional or mental challenge where you needed to get in the headspace of trying to do something and not really knowing if you're making an impact in the first place and personally i felt this especially with the ljrs and i think we talked about this you yeah. know privately <laughs> before <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that was really a challenge for me um knowing what boundaries we had all together and what i could step and how i how i should not overstep Mm-hmm. because a lot of what we did again was very ambiguous so i didn't know how to um yes how to do that <laughs> but a lot of it was really testing the waters um communicating with you guys a lot asking what you guys really needed and trying to deliver on that end but yeah other than that it was pretty it was fun especially <laughs> being able to communicate with people um abroad like yeah. and it's something we're quite familiar with as well um especially after um our international conferences where we would come home with different working groups and we would really talk like through um google meet or something planning these initiatives so it was quite similar to what we did in the past but on a more i guess grounded type of scale you know what i mean but yeah general yeah. challenges more of emotional mm-hmm. but Yeah, we were able to overcome, especially the whole ba- boundary or worthless mm-hmm. aspect of mm-hmm. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, no. Like it was really a challenge. Um, I guess, yeah, I agree. Like adapting to the online setting. Um, mm-hmm. I think it was really also a, at least a reality check for QC to see na, to see that. We yes, we have a lot of manpower, but we need to learn how to also like utilize it, right? And yeah. I mean, we haven't been put in this situation ever, so it was yes, it was a challenge to figure that out. Learned a lot. Um, yes, the 
it's important to have, I guess, the mental capacity to go through all of that. It's been how many months, right? And yeah, like Christmas is here. <laughs> so yeah, um, it's, um, it's really true that we had to, I guess, test the waters during this time. And personally, I think, well, this is something we also talked about in private. Um, like with the influx really of a lot of organizations um, that were that became more active or that were formed during this quarantine to really respond to different needs, which is actually, it's very inspiring to see, um, I guess, people our age making use of, you know, their time quite well, really. Although there are lots of people who criticize it. But then I don't think we should be discrediting, of course, like the efforts as well to you know, contribute to something more meaningful, especially during this time when we feel quite disempowered because we're all instructed to stay at home. Um, we can't go out, right? And yeah, it was really, I guess, trying to find our place amidst yeah. all of this, right? And I think we're still continuing <laughs> to find our um to find our place in that way. Um, and mm-hmm. I think it's, it ha- we have to constantly remind ourselves that it's, it's not a race. It's not a competition. We're all on the same team, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, and yeah, we're essentially working towards the same, the same mission, like the essence of really um, making this world a better place. So yeah. I think it was, yeah, as I guess you can agree that both of us, like as we were in leadership positions, like um, deciding on the direction of where our JBs would go, um, especially in this time when we, you know, it's hard to navigate when he felt so lost. But yeah. it's, it's really nice to um, have this, I guess, like support system with everyone, not just like in the local scene local mm-hmm. scene <laughs> and I you know the local JVs but also like um the international conferences and how um we've yeah even though we're physically apart we've become more connected now like yeah. that's okay. it's like we're forced to connect but in a good way like it's good things come out of it it's not like um forced Jesus. to eat dinner <laughs> right like with yeah. people you don't like it's hey we all want to be in this table <laughs> make everyone fit gosh it's an analogy <laughs> but yeah really like we make oh do and I, I'm happy I guess yeah. with the turnout of how like the JBs yeah came together whether it was local or internationally it was it was great um but yeah did it did take a lot of it did a toll on, I guess, our mental, our mental health, our mental capacities. But um, honestly, it's, I guess, it's worth it. <laughs> it's worth it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Anyway, um, when it comes to force ourselves, even yeah, we're like we lack so much of human connection that we really force ourselves to yeah. go on platforms like. Discord hashtag sponsored question mark <laughs> but like legit like we can stay on for hours and we never even notice and it's so sad because it's really just because we miss our friends yeah so it's yeah it's different but it works we we make do with what we have which is yeah 
That's well. true. And I wouldn't, I can't even imagine staying up with <laughs> friends for that late. I don't think I'd be allowed. <laughs> so, it's, <laughs> Gosh, she's 20. <laughs> no, it's okay. Shout out uh, to my parents. They, they'd allow me. I'm sure they'd be listening to this. <laughs> but yeah, it's the the power really of um, the internet. And it has, it brought, it really did bring some silver linings. Um, Yeah, we're forced to connect to each other. We have more ways to connect. It's just, you know, the absence of really like human contact. But yeah. I guess that makes us value our relationships more especially post-pandemic so Yo, looking forward to seeing you Val in person <laughs> please please please, please. Yes. the state is getting their vaccine already yeah. in December so yeah I hope I hope we all get a vaccine really it's the, the demand <laughs> the demand for it is very high but anyway yeah. <laughs> moving moving back <laughs> going back um and yeah i guess like really on a more hopeful note um what are your what are your takeaways um from all of this well we started really talking about some of it we've, we've started touching on uh, yeah. mental health and the importance really of um you know keeping yourself afloat during this time especially if you're leading <laughs> um a group of amazing people so really, what are your takeaways from um, everything that has just happened in the past months? Oh my god, I'm gonna cry! Oh my gosh. Okay, no, I'm I'm PMSing. Disclaimer to everyone, I am PMSing, so I might cry. But oh my god, it's okay. Oh my god, the JB really makes me cry. I swear all the freaking time. But. My takeaways were really, wow, um, there's so much to choose from, but I think it's all grounded on the same idea that once you become a leader and in any right or in any position, whether it be like um, class president or even president of the Philippines, the bottom line is your purpose is always so much greater than yourself. And that's what's been driving me ever since. Knowing that there are people who rely on you and who need your help and look towards you for guidance, whether it be part of like um, part of something in the organization or even just, you know, like they're tired, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. a lot of the time that is what I had to remember that. It's not, all, it's not just all about me and what I can do, but there's always that grander, greater sense of purpose that you're working towards. And that's, that's one of the major reasons why also in CIS, we, we really ground ourselves with our why and we really emphasize that golden circle. And I don't know, that's really <clears throat> one of the major takeaways that... I was able to realize out of all of this because even though COVID gave us all of these challenges and um, you know problems of sorts, it really revealed to us how imp- how there are so many other important factors or aspects of life that we constantly neglect. 
And I think that's really the important thing out of all of this. Taking, and it's, I think you can even apply it to anything general, you know what I mean? Like if when you're faced with a challenge or discomfort or <clears throat> an issue of sorts, it's easy for us to always sink into that hole or just really float into you know, a void of whatever it may be. But then again, you always need to remember that there's always something bigger than yourself that you can overcome. And I think that's the important mm -hmm. thing that I got out of the entire COVID experience. Oh, and just to add also a little side note, I was listening to my mom's Bible study yesterday and they were talking about the presence of time and how a lot of the time we, we calculate time in a very capitalist sense, how when we don't... <laughs> <laughs> we're making for people who can't see us we're making eye contact so yeah. <laughs> there's something going on but yeah anyways going back um we calculate we calculate time in a very capitalist sense when we don't use time for something it's counted as being unproductive or not meaningful mm -hmm. but in reality when you put your time into something else or realizing that it's the sort of construct that people use to measure worth. Like, it's really, it's really just, you know, nothing. Like, if you put in time, into, if you put your time into something that you love to do or towards a grander purpose, you see that there's no need to measure these things. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. for example, if you spend one hour doing school work but then like 30 minutes you're resting but you feel bad for resting it's like it's that same idea generally yeah mm -hmm. but yeah that was a bad transition to the end but like that was a side story but yeah generally that um knowledge of knowing that there's a bigger purpose on mm -hmm. the side your own capacities and that being your driving force in life was my key takeaway. Mm -hmm. but, yeah. but yeah, like thank you for sharing that because I think that's very important. Um uh the pandemic has really I guess led us to become more open and more understanding towards others, mm -hmm. especially because um well you can't see them. You can't see them physically. Sometimes mm -hmm. when I see my friends, like you can like in person mm -hmm. you can immediately sense if they're you know, if they're down or if you know that when they're not replying, like something's up. And I think, um, yeah, like that has also affected the way that I, I guess, led my own JB. And I think also you, Bell, like I'm, I'm sure that that you realize this as well, that mm -hmm. it's really okay not to be okay <laughs> during this time because nothing is normal and we're all... Yeah trying to cope with this personally that um it becomes hard to uh go about our you know our daily lives like we can't um just because like we're at home it doesn't mean we have all the time in the world i mean yes we do but then there's also like there's a world out there and you know that there are people who are not also you know as comfortable as you are as safe as you are and i guess like if we're talking about the bigger picture i think for both you and me like that that bothers us right and um it's it's nice well it's nice it's good that we really ground ourselves in our ycisv 
um, because I think that we well we won't I don't know if we'll be able to have programs next year yeah. right so and if our main way of delivering our mission is through our programs and we really need to start getting more creative and we have we've started getting creative um, especially in the JB mm-hmm. um, we have to find more ways or continue um, continue with these initiatives of spreading our mission online and mm-hmm. like we were mentioning earlier it's the community is also I guess what supports us like what keeps us going at least for me um, right like knowing that we are we're not alone in all of this but there really is a burden if you're the one leading <laughs> you know like there's this on you, you put this um, there's pressure on you you feel pressure yeah right um, but and I also really like what you uh, mentioned about time and yes we were laughing about it for a bit um <laughs> anything capitalism i love analyzing things from a cap like you know like critical capitalist like point of view and yeah like it shows that the systems that we have in place are really not humane yeah. like it's not it's not conducive to us like the grind culture is not it's not it right like it's it's not what we're made for like we're we're made yes we're made for work we're made to work Um, as humans but we're also meant to enjoy what we're doing to enjoy what we um, what we're working on so that goes hand in hand I guess with also being more understanding towards um, other people knowing that I guess in a more practical sense like not everyone will have time to work on JB stuff or on CISV stuff we also have other commitments You know, we have school, we have errands at home. Um, and yeah, like really, there are there are some silver linings um, from this pandemic. Well, things that we've learned, like it's sad that it took a pandemic for us to realize this, but it it had, I guess it had to happen. <laughs> like, I mean, it was, it's really, um, it's really important that we do learn this, um, yeah. So, um, anyway, I guess, like, moving forward, no? Um, 2020 is almost over. We're going to be ushering in a new year, 2021. Um, what is your vision for CISV and the JB in the next year? Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, something we have to talk about also. <laughs> I know. Meeting after this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know, dude, because it's very different. I started yeah. out the term not knowing anything. And now it's like I know so much. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> the very um, overstimulated culture of the pandemic coming up. It's true. But I guess my general vision, um, especially coming to the end of my term and leaving it in your hands, naman, is really... Get ready, Liana. <laughs> Wait. Wait. You haven't even started. Okay, go on. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, um, generally speaking, I, my vision really lies with being able to create the foundations for our junior branch chapters and for the members as individuals. Because from the beginning, I, I really knew that there are so many other chapters or JB um, members still struggling and 
finally being in that position where I can actually extend help to them in various forms, I feel like it's important to set that foundation or create these fundamentals that will be useful to help everyone with for the years to come. Because at the end of the day, it's not like it's not it's not like these people don't know how to do things or they're not knowledgeable on certain mm-hmm. aspects or you know attitude skills and knowledge of CISP. Mm-hmm. It's just some people just need help and just need that yeah. extra push to really drive them home. They need that person to just you know believe in them and yeah. guide them towards finding their own sense of purpose in this organization. And that's really one of the the reasons why I love it so much. And I think it's also kind of in relation to the whole program thing and finding our place. And it's really that sense of community we're able to foster and cultivate within our little bubble. You know what I mean? Yeah. We, we're like, we're, it's so fun being able to be with all of these people because we're just a passionate bunch mm-hmm. of small people. We're all small in CISB, you know? Like, I don't know why. Like, I feel like we're all no but we have you know the outliers the very tall ones like Sela, you know oh yeah. i was like what is what is your meaning of small i was like are we like baby <laughs> and then you said tall i was like okay all right anyway but yeah anyways but yeah <laughs> but you know community yeah i don't know i don't know no <laughs> shy i'm shy <laughs> No, you're not shy. <laughs> no, but uh, I don't know. For me, it's really being able to leave that um, groundwork for them to, you know, it's like a tree of knowledge and for them to just pick the fruits themselves. Because mm-hmm. it's really something else when people are able to learn things on their own rather than you dictating what they should be learning, which I'm really not for. In relation to that, I'm so interested in Ateneo's latest... <laughs> School of Education. Oh like, my gosh. I got so killing. I really got so killing. Yeah. For context. Um, <laughs> so the university that Bella and I go to, uh, there are four schools. So like School of Management, Social Sciences, Science and Engineering. And this last one, man- did I say management already? Yeah. Anyway, there are four schools. <laughs> And um, they announced this morning that they will be opening a fifth one, which is the School of Education and Learning Design, if I'm not mistaken. And it's my, it's my thought, Ga. I, I really feel it's the one that got away. I'm taking a minor in education. So it's just like, I mean, yeah, really. But the CIS veer in me really said diplomacy, diplomacy. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess I well that's the beauty of it really like um education and like it's not just in CISV it's not just confined you know to well it's not confined to a classroom I guess that's what makes it special as well like we we're learning by doing um mm-hmm. we we're learning in a in a more we, we learn in unconventional ways basically and I think that's why a lot of people stay in CISV um yeah that's personally why I stayed in CISV so, but yeah, I guess like going back to um your vision for CISV and the JB, um, yeah, I definitely agree. Um, it's I guess something that I've also been thinking about, especially since our last meeting. Like we, um, 
it's striking that balance between yeah like being active as an organization and just really taking a step back and evaluating like where we still need to what like what areas we still we still need to work on right and i think there's you know going back to the whole like capitalist time and everything like it's it's really like no pressure i guess like trying to um reconcile that we we're not in a race we're not in competition with anyone just because other people are doing this doesn't mean we have to as well like it's important to build our foundation really for um the future jbs to come it's not just it's not just about us really um we're doing this also for um yeah people in the future and i i love that <laughs> i love that for for us for you for the jv <laughs> <laughs> so yeah um it's it's been it's been a wild ride where um not only have we been like on the go like i guess during this pandemic but we've also picked up a couple of things that we do want to work on and now that we're really ushering in a new year and it's a new start um it's nice to i guess like begin again right so yeah um lastly um since we're talking about you know our vision for JB Philippines next year like what is something that people can look out for i guess in specifics or it can be vague hashtag belly <laughs> ooh a third member what <laughs> <laughs> um I don't think we are in the position to disclose any of our um, initiatives and projects coming for the next year. Wow. <laughs> Just yet. Um, no, but I feel like, I don't know, a lot of collaborative work and really working more on being together and working towards mm-hmm. something together rather than creating individual things that mean the mm-hmm. same Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like a solidarity coming, especially with human rights coming next year. I think. Yes. I think it's gonna be fun. Yeah. Like, especially when human rights are very, it's it's very important now that we do talk about and be aware of our human rights, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But I guess also like going back to what you did mention a while ago, um, really collaboration is very. I guess it's such an important aspect here in CISP and I'm really looking forward to collaborating with you what and with um yeah the JBs next year because we can only make this make this happen make our mission happen if we do work together right so looking forward to that um it's been quite a it's been a wild year for all of us but we've learned a lot and we're excited for next year and very hopeful for it. So, Bell, do you have any last message for our listeners before we wrap this up? <laughs> um I guess if I were to say something, it would be something along the lines of <clears throat> kind of like believing in yourself, but in a deeper sense, especially with what we do in CISV. A lot of what we talked about earlier was on how we're trying to find our place in a society that's very overly stimulated and everyone's looking for change and i think an important thing to remember amidst all this is 
being able to never doubt that a small group of thoughtful, committed citizens can change the world. And indeed, it is the only thing that ever has. And that's from Margaret Mead. And I think that's all I have to say for today. But yeah, mm-hmm. thanks, Diana. Yeah. Yeah, and really, um, thank you also, Belle, for being here <laughs> for, um, I guess, the, for the second time and also to conclude this season. Um, this is our last episode for now, last episode for the season and for the briefing time <laughs> for now. And I'd just like to say also on behalf of the D team, the debriefing time team, um, I'd like to thank um, also our um, listeners for supporting us, uh, whether you are a CIS fear or not. Um, and but for our CIS fears, um, wherever you are around the world, thank you for tuning in, and also thank you for what you do as well um, to support. I guess your own chapters, your own communities. Um, We're all, I guess, um, on the same boat in the sense that we are, you know, still really trying to spread CISV's message in whatever way we can um, during this time. So I'd like to give <laughs> all of our listeners a shout out with that. Um, and I'd also like to thank all of our guests who have been on this uh, project. We will be um, posting, of course, a little thank you post for all of you. And... Um, really like this project after eight months where it's finally coming to a close and to think that this was really like the first um, project we had as a response to um, this pandemic um, since we really craved for like close connections with each other and really took that opportunity to um, connect with people we couldn't meet like in real life so like I mean Bells in Cebu and I'm here in Manila so we wouldn't have recorded this I mean we make We could have, maybe, if this project was happening and we were still both on campus. <laughs> But, yeah, so it's it's been a long time. It's been a long time coming. And I will see if this is if this project is something that can be continued in the next year. So shout out to my JV. <laughs> and really, so thank you, everyone. Dear listeners, thank you really for tuning in. And this has been the briefing time. Thank you for sticking with us and please keep safe. Goodbye for now. Bye everyone.